What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Nerd Jocks Podcast. I am Chris Marone. I am Jesse Grund. Is that bounce like this? Is it distracting to the viewer? Looks like you're getting ready for a fight. Yeah! Yeah! perfect for a topical conversation today. Right? Jesse, how was your weekend? By the way, what are you drinking on? It is uh, in honor of our guests, which we'll all pull on here in a second. I have an old fashioned this evening. Nice. So, like it. It's an, old, it's an old fashioned kind of evening. One of those old LaCroix. Ooh, LaCroixes. 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 Or, or the whole <laughs> or the whole. Can I get a LaCroix? And they're like, no, it's LaCroix. It's LaCroix. Now, I'm, now that I've said LaCroix, like I'm always going to say it with an Australian accent for the rest of my life now. This makes sense. It's just, permanent. It, yeah, it's permanent. permanent. Uh, weekend, weekend was good. We did a photo shoot at the at the studio hey. for our new website. Uh, I am the owner of Unconventional Strength in Orlando, Florida. Little plug there. Yeah, plug and, uh, Yeah, exactly. And the photographer was like, hey, we have we got some amazing photos. I'm going to send them over to you. And nice. I was like... So how, how many pictures? And she's like, well, just go ahead and I'll upload them. And I'm like, she's not answering me. And very uh, easy. Give I go me a, on a there. Number. Yeah, just give me a number. Well, it come, come to find out she didn't actually know the number. And by the time they were all downloaded, it was over 1,900 photos. 1,900 photos. 1900. Correct. Which I now have to go through and favorite the ones that I really like. And ignore the ones that I don't. Wait, did anybody like give her the note to stop hitting the button? No, no, no one. Uh, no one gave her that note. I am thankful she did an amazing job. Some of these yeah. pictures are going to be fantastic. It's just a lot to go through. Yeah, nineteen hundred—that's so, a lot. I've done headshots. There and will be. I walk away with having to go through two hundred, three hundred, and that's nowhere near nineteen. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm gonna need a few more. I'm gonna need a few more old fashions before I can. You're not even gonna make it through. Yeah, I'm gonna pass out drunk. Keith is good. At my side. That yeah. photo is good. She's like, that was a terrible shot. I took a photo of the floor by accident. I know. They're all these old fashions. <laughs> yeah, that's that's accurate. But it was a good weekend. How was yours, Chris? It was uh, really good. It was eventful. Uh, lots of you know, Call of Duty Warzone. You know, watching some Fall Guys mm. streams, taking care of oh, Axel. Oh, so fun. Because he's, so he's, he's overcoming a little bit of a medical issue, but he's doing good. And yeah, just been hanging out, Axel, surviving this heat wave. Axel Foley? You have Axel Foley at your house? Yes, I have Axel Foley in my house. No, Axel, my cat. <laughs> Axel from Kingdom uh, Hearts. Okay. Because everybody is always uh, okay. like, is it Axel Foley? Axel Rose? Like, no, Axel from Kingdom Hearts. And that's a real gamer Axel when they go, Axel from Kingdom way. Hearts? Yeah, high five. Yeah, Axel Rose would have been way down on my list. Like, mm-hmm. like not anywhere near. Yeah. This, my second idea was Axel from Twisted Metal 2. Oh, yeah. His yeah. story was great. I <laughs> yeah, love that yeah exactly. Remember when he like pulls yeah, his arms guy's... out at the very end after killing Calypso? <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. Wasn't graphic at all, yeah. Spoilers, yes. If you haven't, if, if you haven't played the Twisted Metal series, you haven't lived. I really hope would be it. And when PS5 comes out, I hope that's a title that they resurrect. Please. Battle Royale Twisted Metal. I'm oh just going to say God. that out loud. I'm so in. Put it into the ether. How bad I'm we need that. Twisted Metal Online, where it's like an MMO type stuff. 
we're getting ahead of ourselves. We got topics to cover. Let's cover some co- topics. What are the news bits we got today, good sir? Well, um, on the sports front, we've got two big stories today. Let's start with the fact that the NBA finished the regular season and now we're in the playoffs, what? which is crazy to think about because a few months ago, we didn't even think there was going to be live sports again. But now we just finished the regular season, had some really exciting games here in the bubble in Orlando, Florida. And just yesterday, both of the number one seeds, the Los Angeles Lakers and the Milwaukee Bucks, lost their first round games to eight seeds, the Orlando Magic and the Portland Trailblazers. It's insane to think about because that's, that's, that's only happened one other time since there's been eight seeds, is the both of the number one seeds lost their game one. Now, very rarely do eight seeds beat one seeds. It's only happened literally twice, I think, like over, over a whole series. But it's crazy. The bubble's nuts. Um, but it's worked. It's, uh, it's, it's been kind of cool that it's worked. Part of it's the, the testing protocol that they've yeah. been doing, the saliva direct one, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and now FDA's approved it. It's going to be done more. And the NBA was behind that. They helped fund that. So um, they've been really successful. And it's been, man, we got live sports again. It's so cool to have live sports again. It's nice to have fans, when you're just sitting around waiting for normal life to come back. And you're like, can I get something to help me feel normal? Live sports? I'm there. I'm yes. watching. Yeah. I... I believe that we've had a new game enter the the realm of battle royale that's just kind of taking it by storm right now and it's actually fun it really has because fall guys is the game that you're talking about and i love watching people play this game i myself haven't yet jumped in and started playing i know you've played a little bit super dedicated to Warzone, you know um but the the watching a battle royale and it's done in the way that Fall Guys does it. It feels like you're on a on a game show. You know what I mean? You're like you're on one like a wipeout or whatever these like big obstacle course type shows are. But you're in this lobby with 60 people. You know, you're trying to be the last one uh, alive. It's hilarious. It looks just so goofy. You're these little beans. The game just doesn't take itself seriously. And it honestly, it's just this like breath of fresh air to all these like serious battle royale games that are out there. And I'm just so happy to see these developers over at Fall Guys doing so successfully. And they just broke like a million followers on Twitter or something like that. It's crazy. They're doing so good. But you it's actually it. funny. So I have, I played it. I loved it. I played it with some friends. We did a game night on Saturday night. Uh, we were playing the Avengers beta first and it kept crashing on us. Uh. So then we went to play Fall Guys and just, just had a really good time. Um, uh, it's fun to even spectate and watch my friends and cheer them on. Like when you lost, you were like, Oh, that's all right. I mean, I've seen, I've seen some videos of some people going crazy when, when they lose. How do you rage but, at uh, fall guys? I don't know. But so, at the, so it's really funny. So I'm playing this little, what I think is this little indie game. Right. And it cost me nothing. It was free for on PlayStation. For, you know, PlayStation Plus. Dude, they broke 10 right. million users already. 10 million players. So little did I know these facts. So I was like, man, you know what? I'm really enjoying this free game. I want to give them some money. So I went and bought a costume, you know, that was like 10 bucks. And I told my best friend about it. And he goes, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the same thing. I mean, they did break 10 million users. I was like, oh, they don't need my money. They're doing so well. You did a good thing. 
You did a good thing. I did, I did That's awesome. I, re- I would like to reward developers who do sure. wonderful, wonderful things. Like this. Yeah. So and they had a, really a, a charity going on for whoever donates the most will get their own skin. And it's to this uh, charity. I can't remember uh, specifically what it is. I just thought it was a really cool way to take the popularity, use the momentum of everybody talking about Fall Guys and really just kind of making it this. It's like a wholesome game. That's the thing I love about it. Like the the heart of, of yeah. Fall Guys is super wholesome. And I love what I, like it's so fun to me to play. And I play it in front of my two year old son. Like there are certain games I will not play in front of my two year old son. Um, when I was playing Last of Us 2, that was not being played in front of my two-year-old son. That but Fall sense. Guys, on the other hand, it's like running and jumping and like dodging stuff and it's brightly colored and he's just sitting there watching. Like, oh, this is amazing. And I'm like, great, this is awesome. It's not violent. It's, this is, this is yeah. something I can show him. So cool. You know, Avengers was okay too, but it's... Eh, eh, Fall Guys. Fighting robots. Fall Guys. Feels man. like it's Fall made for kids. Fall, Fall Guys. Um, speaking of kids, if you don't know this, I am the strength and conditioning coach of a local high school football team and, uh, football has been in the news from a sports perspective. You like that segue internet? I like that segue. You did a pretty good job there. So <laughs> thank you very much. And to my own horn, I ruined it by pointing out the segue, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, we're going to have football. It, what's been insane about this is the NFL has been full steam ahead. Um, they just, let's, we're going to play football. Some players are opting out, but the most part, everybody's showing up to play. And then there are no bubbles with the NFL. You show up to your – they're just not doing a preseason, basically, yeah. is what they're doing. Lots of testing. But college football is in a totally different atmosphere right now. So if you don't know, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 have opted out of playing football this year. They are, quote-unquote, trying to play in the spring. It's not going to work. Let's, let's put this in perspective. You are not going to ask student athletes to play two – seasons in one calendar year chris you used to be a college football player what would it be like to play two full seasons in one calendar year probably would make me quit it's already tough enough and everything else that comes with the repeated hits brain damage that we know is happening you know suffering I mean, it's it's real. Like you, you now know that this is actually occurring. Two seasons would would be exacerbating a problem that already exists, which is players not having what feels like enough time to heal, um, and recovery. Which you know, as you understand the physical detriments on the human body when you're not getting enough time to recover, I I couldn't. I would, I would leave. Like, I would be like, I'm, I can't do this. Two in one year, I'm done. I would walk away. Yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of players who, if, they, if the Big Ten and the Pac-12 try, try to do that, I think they're going to opt. Unplug it, plug it back in. Amateur hour over here. Hold on. You no longer sound like a robot. Beep bop, boop bop, beep, beep bop, boop. Yeah. Amateur hour over here, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. No, I think it's I think it's interesting to think about the fact that these kids, most of them, they live their lives to play football. And, and until you've been with a high school football team, you know, I work with a very large high school um, in an area where high school football is incredibly important. And these kids live to play the game. Like that's what they want to do. They 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 breathe it. 
And the problem is, is that they don't necessarily have their own best interests in mind when it comes to that. You know, and I'm getting a chance to teach that from a strength and conditioning standpoint for recovery and mobility and all that stuff. You get to the college level and it's big business, right? I mean, let's think about how much money the NCAA makes every year. Yeah. It's a lot, right? It's Which is why lot. we're talking about paying your players. Which needs to happen. Some states have started moving towards that. California and Florida being two of them, um, two of the big, the bigger ones. I just, I, I think we need to put in perspective. There's not going to be spring football. Like that's not going to happen. Just, just be so, okay with it. Yeah. I mean, just be okay with it. Now I can tell you, uh, the ACC is going to play football. Conference USA is going to play football. The Big Ten, or excuse me, the Big 12 is playing football. I think I said the Big 12 earlier was was canceled. It's the Big Ten who's canceling, by the way. That's right. Okay? Uh, and the, S- the SEC, the ACC, the and the Big 12, Conference USA, they're all playing football in the fall. Okay? And, the, and, that's, and, the, and the, the players who want to play get to stick around. The ones that don't want to play can walk away. And they've been told... NCAA is actually ruling that everybody's going to get an extra year of eligibility for fall sports. So I think that's the right thing to do. These are young adults. If they choose to play the game in this environment, and I actually think Nick Saban said this, and you may actually agree, this may be a safer environment for them with their schools than it is for them to go home right now. You know, it may be a safer environment with more control, more medical personnel. Like it may be a safer environment generally than for some of these guys to go home. Yeah. So, I mean, that would make a lot of sense when you would just look at how they would handle it, the protocols, the the people working and ensuring their their safety when you go home and you're not around that type of environment. It's potential that you could get sick and it could be yeah. a, a bad decision unintentionally. And yeah, that I, yeah, that that makes sense to me. Yeah, so that's cool but to see not- that that there is a response from some. And the NCAA is saying, like, hey, if you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. If you want to do it, you can do it. And I like that approach. It's like it should be that way. And if there are players there that are like, hey, I want to sit out and I want to protect myself, that should be allowed as well, too, uh, mm-hmm. which I believe is what they're saying with the whole adding the extra year and everything. It's the right yeah. way to handle this whole situation. Nobody should have to suffer um, at something that is literally completely out of our control. Absolutely. But you know what we're not talking a lot about right now, Chris? We're talking about football. We're not talking about a bigger story that's bigger than football. Yeah. This is a story that I haven't been able to understand why we're not talking about at all. And that is just simply the fact that we now are in full admittance. Admittance? Is that the correct way to say it? Yeah. Admittance to... We are are no longer in denial, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Crafts? Found like arts and crafts, not from this earth. Acknowledgement. Oh, okay. Acknowledgement. Yes, arts and crafts. Yeah, because some of the UFO videos are just a little arts and craft UFO on a string, and they did a good angle, and you're like, yeah, no, this is real stuff, and we're talking about a uh, 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 military individuals admitting in documentation seeing things that were like there is no technology on this earth that we know of that is able to do what that thing was able to do and these are people with very sound uh, uh military experience lives just people you wouldn't be like this person's crazy like a lot of the ufos seers or 
people who are like, yeah, I met an alien. You're like, okay, that dude's crazy. You're talking like military service men who are like, no, this is what we saw. This is how we saw it. Here's the proof that we saw it. And yeah, this is a real thing. Interesting. I mean, I, I mean, so what's incredible is that they're just kind of slipping this in right now. Yeah. Like, Hey, Here it hey is. by the way, you know, you know how you're worried about if you touch that doorknob that it <laughs> might have a virus on it. Yeah. What if you are worried that if you touch that doorknob, if it came alive, yeah. that's the type of stuff we're talking about, right? We're now. talking about something that requires the entire world to go, wait, what? Like, yeah, this exactly. is this yes. is technology so powerful that it would wipe any nation due to just what it has the capability of doing. And we should all just be stopping and being like, wait, what? Can we talk about this more? Should we address this? Yeah, I think we should. Hold on. It let me get the hand sanitizer. So all right. Now let's yeah, talk exactly. about this. I think it doesn't surprise Russia because Putin obviously is an alien. <laughs> so... He's got like superpowers or something, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's hilarious. He's got like, he's got like the mutant ability to ride horses shirtless and think that you are incredibly sexy. That's so true. Yes. Now here's, here's the thing. We got to think about what was said was like supposedly the craft that they saw. It had the ability to go from 60,000 feet in the air to above water in a blink of an eye and on a dead stop and be there. And it knew it was getting tracked as well. There was a point in which the pilot was saying like, it knew we were tracking it. They had this on radar. And as he's describing it, I was like, did you just say 60,000 feet in less than a second instantaneously? Like that's, that's like the first time an ant in its little ant life is like, Oh, everything is just the ant hill and then comes out. And then just a human is there you know, there's just got to be this moment of just what in God's name is that? I have two questions to lighten the mood because this is a very serious subject. But we here at Nerdjock like to bring things back to, you know, things that are entertaining. Because it helps if us you move in life. It does. It does. If you had to choose one alien craft from the movies for it to be the craft that did the 60,000 feet in less than a second... What would that alien craft be? And would you would you rather it was piloted by a predator, okay, a member of Starfleet, or Superman? Oh wow! Um, I don't want to believe in Kryptonians because we're doomed. Uh, <laughs> kind of want to believe in Starfleet because maybe we can negotiate. So, yeah, maybe, I, you know, for me, a Millennium Falcon would be pretty dope. Um, maybe piloted. No, not by the Predator. I was going to be like, yeah, they're Predator. No, they're there to take somebody, and I don't want it to be me. Out of the seven and a half billion people on Earth, I don't want to be the one the Predator's there for. Uh, yeah, so I think I would then clash both worlds, and I know there are people that are like, you don't you say it. Don't you dare say it. I had a feeling you were Don't going you to. dare say it. Starfleet piloting the Millennium Falcon. <gasps> did Listen, someone somewhere just, just only <laughs> yes, they suffer? Did. They did. They just cursed your name. Yeah. They were like, you know, like Khan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. 
<laughs> it's totally happening. It's totally happening. See, I would what be there, you? and I would want I would want Superman piloting it. Okay, okay? because because uh, I, I have a good feeling about Kryptonians. Cool. You know, I, I think that would be. You know, I think we could make peace and have some that are on our side. Yeah. So that would be a good thing. Plus, we know what they're. Plus, we know if there's going to be a Superman, there needs to be a Batman. So we're good. That's true. So. It's very true. <laughs> so now you're facts. like, does that make me Bruce Wayne? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then somebody just like here's seven and a half billion dollars, and I'm like, <laughs> you just need to find is, ways yes. to switch yourself with Jeff Bezos, and then you have the ability to become Batman. Oh my gosh, that's it. Yeah, that's all I have to do. Yeah, that's you got to create the next Amazon. Where got. <laughs> Yeah, that <laughs> that's possible. <laughs> You're right. Uh, we do have so, one so I, I, more story relating to that amazing superhero that you just talked about, which is our deep dive you segment. The, you mean the guy? On, you mean oh, the guy on the back of my wall? Hey. Yeah. So, so news. So news this week is is that the Batman, the next uh, rendition of Batman to the big screen, uh, directed by Matt Reeves. It's going to go back in production in September. Now, we do know that this movie is going to be starring the one and only Robert Pattinson as Batman. That's his name. Yeah, I almost got it wrong the first time. Um, I think Colin Farrell is going to be playing the Penguin or Oswald Cobblepot or some unnamed person that's obvious the Penguin. You know, when they're like, this is not who he's playing, but you're like, I know my comic books. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know who that, that's who he's playing. Um, and then when Zoe Kravitz is going to be playing Catwoman, uh, the rumor is they're going to be using the long Halloween as its influence. Oh, nice. What I want to talk about, what I want to talk about in our first episode is a story that happened months ago. I'm very interested to see how this transpires. Robert Pattinson came out and said that uh, he was not training for the role of Batman and that he thought that actors who took training too seriously, and I'm paraphrasing here, but who took training too seriously and worked out really, really hard were, quote-unquote, this isn't paraphrasing, part of the problem, and that guys like James Dean didn't work out like this for roles. Now, he said his trainer's been trying to get him to do stuff. He gave him a BOSU ball and some weights, and he hasn't been doing it. He's been known to kind of troll uh, his, his, you know, the members of the media. Feels trolly. So then, so then an article came out, actually, here's his workout. Here's what he's doing. And it was some running on the beach and some boxing and stuff. And I'm just like, none of this is Batman. Right. And it's my, my problem with this story is a hundred percent. It is, it is almost impossible for the average Joe to get into the type of shape that you would need to be into, to be Batman. Yeah. I mean, cause let's, let's be honest here. Batman is, a black belt in nine martial arts at least <laughs> and a gymnast. And he probably back squats over 500 pounds and benches like small cars. Yeah. Like that combination is almost impossible to get through. Okay. As a, as a normal human being. Right. And even as somebody with limitless resources, it would take years to get to that position, which is, yeah. which is kind of part of the whole journey of him to become Batman, yeah. which is why when he quit being Batman so quickly in a certain film, that was the third of a certain trilogy. I was like, he spent 20 years of his life just to be like, nah, I'm gonna go die. I'm out. Yeah. I'm going to give up now. No. So, but also isn't it in the lore too? He's technically like the 
the penultimate human being. Like the he is the highest physical, athletic and mental, like, and mental, yes. like everything that a human being could reach would, would make him superhuman in a way. Yes. Um, yeah, for sure. That, that that acknowledgement was always the case for him. Yeah, and I, I think that's really it's a really important point in that no, an actor is an actor or an actress is not going to in a, a period of six months look like that person. Yeah, they're just not going to. But they have resources that we don't have to get them to a place where they can. Okay, they don't have to worry about a nine to five job. They don't have to worry about food being in front of them. They don't have to worry about picking out what to eat or how much of it to eat. They have people that do that. Yeah, Kumil so uh, Nanjiani to, described that in his journey, and he looked ridiculous. Like, yeah, how did you do great. that? And he's like, I know, but when I got done, I went right back to my life that it was previously. Went right back to it. <laughs> and so that, that kind of segued, segued us, segues, segued us. I like the word segue tonight. That kind of passes us into our guest tonight. Yes. So our guest tonight happens to be an expert on this he happens to have done this multiple times and happens to have experience training superheroes and i've been blessed to actually have the opportunity to train some of his clients with him in vancouver he is the owner of t3 athletics a certified personal trainer and superhero builder uh tom taylor tom thank you for coming on the nerd jocks podcast tom hi boys What's going on, hey. man? Welcome, welcome. How are I'm you? I'm happy to be here. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, surviving as much we as to. we can. You know, we have to. Right? Until the aliens come. Fair right? Enough. Yeah. Yes. And then they teach us how to actually work out. Well, yeah. Oh, that, like, that could be some pretty cool science again, hey, you know, that yeah, we wouldn't science. know about, right? Yeah. So, like science. Uh, yeah, man. It's... It's weird times. We start throwing in alien, like UFO sort of confirmation stuff in at right now. You're like 2020, just yeah. throw everything, go, just go everything. It's yeah. Crazy. I got, I got alien invasion on 2020 bingo. So if we get it, I got it. We're good. Yeah. Like I win. <laughs> I win. Oh, dude. I win. Yeah. So were all. you taking a listen to that, that conversation regarding Robert Pattinson and his commentary yes. on that? And, uh, you know, as someone who will let you, you know, obviously introduce what experience that is you have and that makes you an expert, love to hear your just initial take on that. Yeah, it's a bit of a, you know, it's, it's interesting. And I think, you know, thinking about that mindset when you are actually – whether you, I mean, it's one thing to go to the, go the route of, I don't have to look that way because of CGI or because of I'm wearing a costume. So it doesn't matter. So as opposed to now I'm going shirtless and I have to represent part of it, I think is it shows dedication and, and work ethic in terms of like owning, owning a, um, a role. Right. So look at Christian Bale. I mean, that's an extreme version, right? But mm -hmm. Every role he's playing, and yeah, method actor and, and what have you, but he's just, he owns that as opposed to, I just, I would like to sit down and maybe have an old-fashioned with Robert Pattinson and go, hey, are you saying that because you don't want to work that hard, or are right. you saying that because you're trying to make a statement? Because yeah. if you're playing Batman, you can be Batman. Yeah. Right. Yes. Batman, this. So you need to be the best you can be. They're not asking you to be you know, 20, 30, like, you know, and there's been how many different versions of Batman yeah. quiz go how many 
Like I don't six. He will be screen? the yeah, six. on-screen version. No, okay. he'll be the fifth on-screen version. There's been four. No, he'll be the sixth. There's been five. He'll be the sixth. Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. and all different sixth. body types, right? But all effort to look the part to that degree, except for Adam yeah. West. Yeah, <laughs> except for Adam West. <laughs> hey, when you've got pow happening, it doesn't matter. You're good, dude. They're not You're looking good. at the muscles. Adam West still wore full spandex all. The time, right? Like you got to give yeah. him the time. That so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had no nipples. Those nipples were real. Those are real <laughs> nipples, suit. guys. <laughs> They're not added to the suits, <laughs> y'all. When it was cold, and we loved it. Okay, good. <laughs> right? But yeah, man. I just that's sort of my take on it. I would just, I would love to. Uh, no more, but it is kind of one of those things where you have just, him like I, expound. I, well, yeah. Just well, own it. Do it, mm. and. You know, I don't know. It's I don't know why it's part of the problem. It seems strange, yeah. and it seems like, ugh, at lack of a better description, it seems like a bit of a cop out. But I don't know. You know, now like, you're someone who has trained somebody within the DC universe, correct? Indeed, somebody. yes. So I trained Stephen Amell for uh, Arrow for four seasons, but I also work with the cast as well, and all of them own the fact that they, you know, they wanted to represent accordingly. And that's where, you know, you see that. I mean, I find it interesting because it's like, if someone presents you with that that task and you're not that person at that moment, right? You're like, okay, well, geez. Yeah. Okay, now I've got to learn how to fight properly. I need to know how to move properly. I need to know how to, mm-hmm. I have to be and look like a superhero. You're a superhero, right? Like be a superhero. And so it's fun because, you know, when, you, when you're training fighters, they have a very specific goal that's very mo- like there's a lot of motivation to not die right pretty much right? <laughs> yeah right <laughs> right so it's like hey, a by great the way, way to put it yeah you know I like don't you're gonna die. be yeah so what do i need to do to not die right yeah. and and when someone goes hey we want to make you a, a superhero and we want to make you look that way you're like okay well what do i do then how do i do this and right. i think that's what's so cool is seeing all of them just take that and run with it because it's an yeah. exciting opportunity to do something maybe you haven't done before so yeah, that's true. Yeah. and you're like so i get to learn fight training i get to learn sticks i get to learn knife training i get to do, like and it's paid for and you you know i mean like i don't understand why, why. not go all and, out and it's not going to hurt you like they're not asking you to it starve does your suck i mean let's let's be right. honest like the the, the sucky it's part so. is the 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 pain of evolving you know your body in a hundred percent right do you no. hear that do you hear that yeah that's a little smallest that's a small violin, violin nice. that's did you get that on that did you get that on prime yes yeah got, yeah <laughs> yep yep six hours six hours it was delivered I, I i i'm sorry not to interrupt anybody who's talking here but suck it up but, buttercup signed on the dotted line i'm gonna do it you signed on the dotted yeah. line to play a superhero. You know what it takes to play a superhero. It's not hidden. We we shoot things in 4K now, which means they're detailed. You're yeah. not going to live in the costume for the entirety. You're going to be out of it sometimes, and you need to look like you're a superhero. So suck it up. Take your hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, and go freaking train for the next six hours. So, Jesse, do you, do, you have an, do you have an opinion on this, or did you <laughs> no. Um, no. It doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like one at all. I, and I'm actually curious about this because as somebody who played and I would listen to others tell me what to do, it was never really like I'm going to try to pass this on to someone else. But for for both of you, I'm just curious when somebody is just not there mentally, 
What do mm-hmm. you do in order to help them get there mentally? Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? Yeah, you start, I'll, I'll you start go first breathing first. So you go first. <laughs> you know, I, I have a few. I, I've had quite a few people who are like this, just at different stages. Um, the first thing I always do is I bring them back to why they're there. So that's because sometimes I think lost in all of the hard work is the why. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I have to bring people back to the why of, of why they are there. And usually that takes care of it. Usually that helps them focus. Usually that brings them back to where they are. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not enough. Sometimes it takes then being flexible with how you are as a coach to immediately go to things that you know they like. Cause then you can reel them back into the stuff that maybe they don't like, you know, maybe they're just not mentally there that day, but slamming a rope sounds like a really good idea. Great. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and then you gotta, then you gotta change yourself as a coach. Maybe that day I'm not, I'm going to give them simpler stuff, not overcoach them, but really more so motivate them. So they walk out with that, that satisfaction psychologically from the session because yeah. they're there. Yeah. So it, it takes, there's a, there's a couple of different tweaks that I do. Uh, and sometimes you just can't get through to them. They're humans, but if they're moving and they're doing what you're telling them to do, it's sometimes that's better than nothing. You just have to accept that. I think playing with the psychology of, of people and, and I guess that's where the personal and personal training comes into play because you're sitting there going like, there's a check-in. Like I usually check in, like, how are you feeling today? Like, you know, how's the body going? Like, you know, like, and just getting an overall read. And usually, I mean, if you can, you see someone that you know regularly, you're like, oof, are you a little tired today? Or whatever it is. Like, you almost and, pick and up on it? For sure. And you're training them super hard. So, yeah, there are days when you got to go, well, let's just move a little bit, you know, and we're good. And, like, let's reset. Yeah. And so that's a big part of it. And when you get the, yeah, I'm feeling 6 out of 10 as opposed to 9 out of 10, you're like, all right, well, I'm not going to – I'm not breaking you down then if that's how you feel. But then – one of the things I say to people when I first start training them is like, I don't know you, you don't know me. So if you need to take a break, take a break. It's all good. When it comes time, when I, when we've worked together enough and I need you to shut the fuck up and keep going, then you're going to listen to me because I, you know, that's the dance, right? So when you start understanding how people are, you're like, okay, like you can do this and you're good to do that. And that's important, you know, and it's important to, be able to, you don't just give people every, every workout that you have, you need to read that and they appreciate it. They get more out of it. They come back better the next time. And mm-hmm. it's just all a win-win. But if you've got these blinders on, like, no, we got to train, we got to train. Well, that's, that's a little ignorant. So that's the dance, right? So, you know, I totally agree with what Jesse's saying. It's true, but unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't have to deal with the why as much as you might have to Jess, Cause like, Cause these, oh, yeah. these people are going to camera. You have like, a contract. You're like, right? Hey, yeah. this is why you're here. You've agreed yeah, like, to this. Yeah. You need you're to getting paid that. very well. You should. And, okay. and, and they do, they own it. Like Steven, like when Steven's in, he's in and I like, and he's all in and, and he's and probably had have, bad days for sure. For sure. But it's, it is one of those things where, and that's the other thing too, is like, you realize he's saying he's all good, but he's not all good. And you got to go, all right, you know, we're going to tone this down a bit and also make sure that he feels like he's done something and he will have, but you know that you have to do that dance a little bit too, because you're like, you just, you can't push as like, get whatever. I'm all good. I'm like, no, you have a little bit of a tweak here. Let's not no, Cause tomorrow yeah. it's going to be worse yeah. if you do that. So, you know, just being mindful of that, but 
if they go in and they come in and they give you their all because they are very, very much incentivized to do that, then it's, you know, it's, it's a bit of a layup, right? In that regard, but you still have to push them through these things where they think they might not be able to get through. And then once they do, they're like, Whoa, I feel like a superhero. I feel incredible. And I, it's just so cool to see that as a trainer, Jess, you don't like, when you watch that transformation and suddenly someone's in with t-shirts and all of a sudden they're in sleeveless <laughs> and they're like, right, you know right. I mean? like, Oh, okay. You're feeling this, right? Like yeah. that's like, you know that they they're like, yeah, I feel good. It's also and rewarding so- to see yourself develop, you know? It's also, Ooh. you're kind of like, Oh wow, look at that. My shoulder. I can see exactly. the cut of my shoulder. You're, you're it's so just like fun. this wonderful moment. A hundred percent. And like that's maybe like, it's not an aha moment, but it's yeah. certainly a moment that you're like, yeah, dude, it works. And yeah, it's going to keep going this way, but you're not doing this in a week. So let's keep going. So yeah. managing expectations and also having that ability to, you know, you said Jesse's like you, you give people what they like to do and then you give them these little snippets. And I think that's what the burners at like the burnouts so like those finishers are so good because exclamates the workout and they're like, Hey, we're going to go through these movement patterns. We're going to work out. We're not going to go, or we will go hard. But at the end, it's like a, Oh, you're done. That is what people need to finish a workout. Typically to walk out like endorphins jacked going like, Whoa, I just killed it. And it's that that's kind of how it, that's how I sort of work that. Anyways, that's how I do it. I don't know how much of Tom's, interest in Batman is there, but I know Jesse, you have a, you have a very massive interest in Batman. Just a little bit. A following. <laughs> the poster is only a small snippet into that, but as somebody who recognizes, recognizes on the wall, oh, it's, by the way. it's everywhere. Uh, <laughs> but as someone who recognizes that the, the, the origin story, the intellectual property that is Batman, Bruce Wayne, should be honored as the way it was created right. by Bill Finger and fuck yeah. um, it should awesome. it should be like your expectations should be I need to respect this because Ooh, there are an millions. It's an honor, man, to be like asked yeah. to be Batman. Are you crazy? Like, yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree with you. Yeah, I, there's too much entitlement. I think there's. I almost feel from his interview, and I don't know Robert Pattinson. Right. Yeah. I'm actually going to give him a bigger benefit of the doubt than I did Ben Affleck because Affleck had already messed up one other superhero, so I won't <laughs> give him any benefit of the doubt. Okay, but uh, it, it almost seemed like he had this entitled feel, like, "Oh yeah, yeah, of course they offered me Batman, and I'll work out if I want to, but I'm not going to work out like everybody else." Like, no, like we, you have to. Uh, my opinion about the the comic characters like the Batmans and the Supermans uh, and where comics have gone in regards to storytelling, they're modern day literature classics in a lot of ways. Right. Okay? They are stories much like Gulliver's Travels was that are going to be passed down from generation to generation. You're getting this literary character who is the Third, large, like the third most recognizable symbol in the entire world is the bat symbol. Third. And somehow they still couldn't make a billion off of Batman versus Superman, but I digress. <laughs> That's for another third, episode. <laughs> that is for another episode. 
you have been given an honor that I would, I would kill for. Okay. You, do, you don't say. I, mean, <laughs> I would. If they ever bring him on the small screen, I'm going to pull every string I have with you to get an audition. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, is, I that, have my own cape and cap. It's custom fitted. Come on, just walk in. I'll rent it out at half the cost. <laughs> Did that guy show up to his reading in full Batman costume? Is there an actual Batman? <laughs> I am here. I stood next to Tom and Steven on the perfect height. So let's do this thing. Okay. Yeah, just just saying. Saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, nice. It was the it was the natural bar graph in the world. Yeah. It was. Nice. It was. I love that photo. Yeah. The photo was perfect. It's great. My, but I, I do I do think that there's there like 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 Tom you said, and I think Steven took it seriously too. That there's a certain honor to playing these characters, and I and I think that hearing what Pattinson has said, you know, I'll give it to Affleck. He busted his butt to play Batman. Okay. That is we saw true. That physically. We saw that physically in Batman versus Superman. Okay. I'd say he probably besides Bale worked the hardest physically to play the role. He right. took that very seriously. Yeah. And he used to be a nerd. He was a nerd back in the day. Right. Yeah. I mean, him and Kevin Smith, watch mall rats. You'll see all of that stuff. Okay. Yeah. My point is, is that I just think there's, there's a certain element of entitlement that I see out of this. I'm still going to give him a chance. Yeah. I think Reeves is a good director. And we should. I love the storyline. Yeah. But, um, you know, I also think that a big part of being Batman is the fight training. And Tom, you've done a lot of that. It's one of your specialties. You know, you've, you've taken, you've taken Emily who really hadn't thrown a punch before coming to you. And that girl lines them up and puts them together. What's, for you, why do you think, besides the need for the role of superhero, that fight training is just an organic place that your career has gone to mesh both fighting and fitness together in one? I think, I think the thing with, I mean, when you start looking at the superhero, like the, these shows and stuff, right? Obviously, yeah. it's, they're not... A lot of a lot of these actors want to do their own stunts. That's their like you know in a perfect world that they would love right. to be able to like to be good enough to to do enough of their own stuff. You know, obviously without getting punched in the face. <laughs> yeah. And so that dance of like showing that and teaching that level of athleticism and and also showing people how to move properly. And I can't express it enough or stress it enough. Sorry, how good it feels to hit something right like when you're mm. if you're doing pad work when you're kicking punching elbowing knees whatever you feel it and you do it properly the eyes light up right you're like oh right. that Dude. felt good i'm like <laughs> no i don't i don't even need to compliment that because you know as well yeah. so like that feeling is in when it, we're talking about this world right now when we're talking about empowerment and we're talking about you know women being stronger and people understanding and wanting to learn more about how to move properly and you are given the opportunity to do that and you don't take full advantage of it. I mean, that's life wasted, right? Like that's an, a, or a wasted opportunity. So when you have these people that are like, like Katie, for example, and Emily, and they would come in and they're like, show me how to do this. And they are focused. And because they're also because they're actors, they take direction well too. And because they're like, just tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Yeah. And so that's a nice dance because you can think about them being prima donnas or being whatever, but so many of them, they're, They've all been awesome in that regard. Yeah. The problem is when you get a little too like familiar with them, 
And it's like, now it's kind of like, wow, do we really need to do 50? You know, yes. you're like, but if I first started training them, they'd be like, well, we're doing 50. Like you can't do it. Like I'm it's just going to do happen, 42. Right? right. Yeah. You're like, no, I'm good there. You're like, no, you're not. So as the relationship progresses and evolves, so does your leadership style have to do that as well. But regardless, it's just, it's really, it's so cool to see them, you know, it's just, it's fun to do, right? I mean, it's not like when I, but when I, to be fair, when I teach them jujitsu and doing like groundwork stuff, they're like, what are we doing here? Cause it's weird, right? Yeah. This is weird <laughs> compared to like, until you actually armbar someone or rear naked choke somebody, all the movements that you need to do to get to that position, it's weird. And mm-hmm. um, maybe that's where the it. commentary is coming from. Maybe it's the the uh, because it's foreign to him in a way. It's 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 a way of uh, resisting uh, what is scary. That is this uphill battle, right? No, I know. I I'm <laughs> I'm with you on the tiny violin. Trust me, I'm, I'm with you on it. I'm just saying, is it's like. If someone has that mentality of like, this is too big of a hill in front of me, I don't want to yeah. have to go up this hill. People go up this hill. You're part of the problem. I'm just going to go around the hill or I'm not going to go up the hill at yeah. all. It's kind of like, well, part of the journey in life is paying it forward, right? Going up the hill and then encouraging others. Like you're going to face these massive hills in life. Some of them will be these small things like getting paid millions of dollars to pay, play a, a, an amazing role. Or sometimes you're going to experience something in life like people who lose the ability to walk and have to bust their ass for months, if not years to be able to regain the muscles so that they can actually walk again to do that. Yeah. And yeah, when you miss, yeah. Like once, once you start missing something and you still like, you start realizing like what you could be doing and you can't now and, and all these sort of things. I think it's just, I guess that's my frustration when I hear about a story like this because yeah. it's an opportunity to it's not asking you to be a navy seal it's not asking <laughs> you to, to be something that's like you know that's going to be detrimental to your health right. you're and you're not they're not asking you to be someone that you're not they're just asking you to be fit and you know and jacked if you will right yeah. and also know how to move properly so i really as you're talking chris i'm like it's kind of I was thinking about how I would have to deal, like how to deal with him. If I was, if I got that call and going like, Hey, you got to work with Robert Pattinson for this role. And he's really kind of doesn't want to do any of these things. And I'm like, Jesse, get up here. <laughs> Jesse came up. Robert it's Pattinson hard for you to be, it's hard for you to be me. I mean, it's hard right? for you to be mean, right? That's, that's a, that's a cultural thing for you is to be very kind. Fuck that. I am mean <laughs> when I need to be mean. <laughs> <laughs> but I need to know you. So like, yeah. that's the clear rapport. Yeah. So when you like, and to back to Jesse saying like the why, right? So you have a conversation with Pat and you're like, so why are we doing this? And he's like, well, you know, and whatever answer that is, but you have to navigate that, you know, and, and do it in a way that you still have that job. <laughs> Cause he could be like, that guy's done, you know, yeah, and I want true. someone else. Yep. And yeah. you want someone going like, they're like, no, no, no. He's our guy. He's proven. You need to go and work with him and follow. Like, well, no, that's not how it works. Like they choose who they want to work with. That's given, right? right? So when you have to have that sort of, you know, all right, let's see how this goes. And then you, you know, you're sort of, you know, you're putting in a few little, you know, little things in his ear going like, oh, well, 
all right, well, yeah, why not this? Why not that? Let's try this out or whatever. So I think that's the, that's the dance that you have to do to then see why he's doing this and go like, why, what do you think about this role? And he's right. like, well, I just want to be emo in, you know, like, you know, and not be bat, Dude, you're Batman. Hey, you gotta be the full how, thing. Yeah, and how part. can we make you the best Batman that you want to be? When you see Batman, what do you envision? And like, what are you, what are your sort of, you know, like, that's the thing. He's yeah. like, and, and gauge that. So it's, it is like, you can't just go, you know, you can't do that even though we want to, right, yeah. Jess? Like, yeah. but it is tough because to, you have to be able to do that once you've established relationship and go, okay, yeah. now, now we're doing this, but we got to get to that point, you know, and, and really sort of get them uh, dialed in and excited about what we're doing here. Right. Yeah. So Go on, sir. See, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% with you. And if I was approached by, you know, a studio saying I got to train them, of course, I'm not going to be like, hey. Of course, yeah. You know, shape up and ship out. But that's what's right. happening I, on the inside. I, that's what's so happening on the inside. Because the, the way I look at it, and this will be the, this that we can segue into our next segment from here. Yeah. The way I look at it, you use the analogy of climbing a mountain. Maybe they don't want to climb, but they're scared to climb. Well, one, they've got anecdotal people they can look around who are already climbing the mountain who have climbed it before. And two, unlike pretty much everybody else who's climbing that mountain, they have, a, they have an army of Sherpas behind them who are going to help them push <laughs> and get up the mountain. Yeah. So that's, I think that's why this story frustrates me so much because you have, it's not like people haven't done this before. Yeah. It's not like they haven't done this before. And it's not like you don't have an army of Sherpas who are going to do most of the planning and the work for you. All you got to do is put in the sets and the reps, true. get the sleep. Don't eat the things that you're not supposed to eat. But so how I think that's why this, like how he looks at that, like from a, like a contract, cause I, I totally agree with you, but it's like, whether you look at those people as support or you're looking at them as a, like a, not a hindrance, but like, like the right. opposite of that, because they're just pressuring and pressuring and pressuring. Yeah. Right. So when you've got people like that, that are, that you feel are in your corner and they are supporting you and, or you've got someone in your ear going like, like I'm thinking about a fighter. Like there's, there's your main, like your first, like your corner, like your corner man, like he's your corner. He's in the ring with you. Right. Sure. Everybody else are the secondaries. Shut up. Stop talking. I'm talking to my fighter. And if you have that relationship and that trust yeah. with them, and then the people I'm like, Hey, by the way, all these people behind you here, they're all, they all have your back. But if you got an issue, like, or whatever, you talk to me, like when junior junior was, I was, um, I was his, I wasn't his second Sam was his, uh, like was his second. And I was, but junior and I have like, he's one of my best friends and like, he's, um, uh, sorry, he's a he's a pro boxer, uh, Canadian champion, awesome. national champion. Like he's uh, he's incredible. No uh, Canadians punched each other, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> if you want some videos? I'll send you some videos. But yeah, but like he was, we were sorry. in for his title defense, and he basically was like, he was cutting weight, and we were at this family dinner the night before. Like so, he's basically he's sipping like this much water. And we're at this like Greek restaurant. Everyone's like, I'll have the souvlaki. I'll have the pizza. I'll have this. And he's sitting at the head of the table. And that, like that strength of just like watching that and being nice. 
because that's the difference. You can be there, but you're an asshole. That's different, right. right? Like, but he sat there and he just like, that's part of the fight. But you also need somebody in your corner that's going to be like, that's your support system. And right before weigh-in, he wanted nobody else around him but me on the elliptical and like there, because he's like, get him away from me. Like even like yeah. it, it, and you have to have that person that you believe in that's on the same path with you for the same goal. Right. And yeah. if you're aligned, you're good. But, and I really, you know, I was honored with that sort of like, you know, like, okay, like he believes in like me that much and he, and he expects that much from me. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's so important to have that person. So yeah. if you can establish that with someone as an actor or like, that's, that's where you need to get to with your clients. Because once you get there, then it's now the fun starts of like, no, you need to shut the mic up. Like, yeah. We're going. Right. And they, yeah. They respect that as so, opposed to you don't just go in there and own that. This is how it works. Right? Yeah. So and we'll just have yeah. to, you know, wait and see and hope that that's what happens for Pattinson, that that's what he gets. His trainer builds that kind of relationship with him. But it's so funny. You bring up fighting and you talk about that yeah. because the segment we're going to close out with uh, for this episode of Nerd Jocks is our cool beans segment, which is having to revolve around like, a fight happening within the MMA with some, with some women. Did you say cool beans? Did you say cool beans? Yeah, cool beans. Cool. Cool. Beans? Cool. 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 Cool beans? Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. So, Jesse, can you kind of break down this? Uh, sorry, Tom, you had to go through the cool beans thing. You're just going to have to be used to that. Missed thing. it. My bad. I was trying to go. Can you break down this clip we're about to watch? So I have, I'd say I've watched this clip probably a dozen times at this point. And and the first time I watched it, I'm going to put this out in the the ether. I laughed very, very hysterically. But now that I've watched it a few times and we have an expert who's been in a corner and understands this a little bit more, he'll be able to shed some light on this. I think for me, the cool beans part of this segment is the person who won this fight. Because I think the way she acted, how she reacted, her demonstrated skill, and then her sportsmanship at the end is the cool beans. Also, another woman's going to be knocked out in seven seconds. Seven. In a championship fight. Seven seconds. Tick, tock. tock. All right, so let's pull up the clip. How's that? That's good. Oh, that's perfect. Five and five knockouts. She's only fought eight. I think it's just so rounds. interesting to to look at this and go right right now. Like, who do you record. think is going to win this fight? Who's going to get knocked out in seven seconds? Think, uh, right, like, ask yourself that question. Right, quickly. in Whoa. demeanor until this happens. Might have been quite faster than seven seconds. I think she hit the ground at one fifty four. I like how Wow is mom as well. That's true. Look at that. That's Wow upside down. Wow, wow upside down. Wow. wow. It's a lot of Wow. So, as so Tom, I w- someone who you know, both of you have trained people, and Tom, you've specifically worked with with fighters. Uh, did you expect that from professional fighters? I just I didn't. I mean, it sucks when it's obviously laid out for you in the title of the YouTube uh, video. <laughs> so you're like, okay, what's going to happen here, right? Like when you get a video, you're like, all right, well, this, 
that's where I was like, because you've got nonchalance and then you've got game face, but yeah. you can make it, you could make a, a, an argument for either one of those. And so I was like, which one here is going to happen? Because you've got nonchalance that could be super, like all of a sudden, bang, you know, away mm. you go. Right. And then the game face is like way too intense and not prepared, whatever it is. But I just, you know, and then when it happened, then you look back on it again and you're sort of going, and it's like 2020, right? Like, oh, totally not prepared. Totally scared. You're like, yeah. But it is one of those things where you see that. I mean, mo most importantly, forget about that. The walkout says it all, right? right. It's not a walkout. It's a shuffle of, I don't want to go any more forward than I have to. Let's, yes. let's get this done, right? Yeah. And it's... Yeah. Again, I'd love to have, I'd love to know more. I'd love to ask her a couple questions about where her headspace was. Have you guys yeah. heard anything about her headspace? Like, did she, you looked into it at all? No, I honestly, I mean, I, I personally haven't, uh, I haven't done a lot of digging. I do know that, uh, she was a, she was a champion. It was a champion versus champion fight, but her um, fights, however, were like, somehow not, however, somehow this was the first, fighter that she had fought that had a winning record. I don't necessarily understand that. Oh, wow. So, uh, so, uh, it, it, and you can hear the announcers. The announcer said this shouldn't take long. Okay. So why are we booking this fight? Right. Yeah. Why is this fight booked? Yeah. Like why, what, if, if everybody knows that there, that this woman is being fed to this other woman, it doesn't stand a chance. Why are we having this fight right now? Which but it adds also, to the cool beans happen. on the one who didn't do what she could have done, gloated, made it seem like mm -hmm. this, you know, this happened. I just took this person out back and, you know, ripped right. them. No, th there was a Woodshed. lot of respect Woodshed. shown. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's what I, I just, I love champions that act that way, you yeah. know? And if you were to, and it's also, I mean, if you're a champion and you finish someone like that and you know, like odds are, you know, odds are with you so highly be, and you know this as well. And this is what I always find so incredible about boxing is like, it's like they kind of get it right. Like, like and like, well, boxing is like one punch could change everything, but yet it doesn't in so many, so many circumstances, mm. right? Yeah. It's like this game of mm. millimeters, it's not centimeters, not inches. It's like, and it's beautiful to watch. And this is why it's so hard to comprehend unless you've boxed and you've fought that way because to get out of that way just enough to be that favored or what have you is it's, a uh, it's incredible. But yeah. this the level of like, if you, if she, she was to celebrate this win, you're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, what are you celebrating? Yeah. Like you, you outclassed her. You knew this probably. And so, yeah, go on your way respectfully. And I think that's like, it's not a war. It's nothing to be jumping on the ropes for. It's like yeah. story almost, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. It looks good to people who might yes. look up to the, these types of individuals as well. And maybe one day want to be in that position where it's like, Hey, I'll be like that. If I'm ever put 100%. In, in that situation. That's my issue oh. with like UFC. Sorry, Jessica. No, no, I'm sorry. You're you're our guest, so that's your issue. Well, yeah, I get to talk whenever I want to talk, so I'm going to talk right Fine, right? La, 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 la. No, I was just saying, like, the the way the U.S. Sorry. has kind of got – it's come to is, like, it's a little bit more WWE, and it is showmanship. It's gaming, yeah. and I get it. It has to happen, right? But 
you've got like, um, what's his name? Colby um, Covington. Colby Covington. Like, right? Mm. I mean, but also really backs, good at this. backs it up, right? And like, he did, he did. and so you yeah. have to back that stuff up. And once you do, then all of a sudden you are able to do that. I get that. But yeah. it is also a beautiful thing when you see that happen and also then be respectful at the end. That's the only thing I can ask for, right? Because you right. need to you need to make yourself, you know, stand out. I get that. But as long as you are actually being respectful afterwards, as opposed to being Derek Lewis, maybe. <laughs> like that's oh, when no. it's cool beans. Right? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Yeah. Like crazy. Right? But I mean, I don't know, just uh, for me, that's that's the balance, right? So I think that Sense. like being a champion, and that's why I love Junior because Junior, the boxer that I was talking about, he was fighting this guy. The guy that he fought was like talking and talking, and Junior's like super, like like we'll just let's see what the gloves let's let's go yeah. let's see what the gloves say, and mm-hmm. and that's what it was, right? And then I don't know, that that fits my mentality a bit more than you know being a bit of a showman but and we love you for that mentality and we love that you took the time to come on to the nerd jocks podcast be our first guest be a part of this wonderful conversation and this new community this this place for both the nerd and jock to come together under one roof Tom, where can the people where where the people where can the people find you uh you can find me at t3 athletics for all things social uh and that's about it. T3FLA.com. And that's it. Nice. Do you have anything coming cool. up? Uh, I've on? got nothing coming up, but non COVID. So I, I just got, I just got tested for, uh, for COVID uh, a couple of days ago. I'm negative. So if you want to come train here, I'm still <laughs> negative. I don't know. Get when out to Van City <laughs> so we can whoop that booty. Uh, big, time. Yes. big time. Thank you guys yes. so much yes. for having me on. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Tom. Uh, we really appreciate you, man. For sure. Good Peace, boys. Later, brother. Later. Bye. Oh, such a great, great human being. Yes, good human being. Uh, it's one of the few Canadians that I can talk to for long periods of time without feeling like I did something wrong in the conversation. Yeah, that makes because, sense. You know, they're just so nice <laughs> and so personable. Like at some point, I was like, I did something wrong. What I did I do wrong? I'm sorry. There's no I'm sorry. There's no way. Well, Chris, that was our. That was our first episode of Nerd Jocks. Got how do you how do you feel? Do you feels great? It's in the bag. Energetic. It's in the bag. I'm alive with the yes, cool beans. Yes. And we have so many new cool, cool uh guests coming. So please like, subscribe, and join us on this journey as we uh we, we bring you more nerd jock content. Yes, make sure to do that. Thank you so much for listening for those who watched it on VOD for those who tuned in for the podcast and to Tom Taylor. Thank you so much for being uh, a part of this first episode. Jesse, thank you as well for having me a part of this with you. So for the nerd jocks podcast, I am Chris Marone, the one half of the nerd jock. I am Jesse Grunt (laughs) and we are brothers and we want to thank you for being here. Big surprise. If you didn't know, because we look alike. All right, everybody, we will catch you next time on the next episode of Nerd Jacks.